Let's recap last night's Spurs loss to the Mavericks. Can Wemby become the GOAT of the Spurs franchise? And let's take on some of your Locked On Spurs comments. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you all back. And, uh, yeah, you guys are the everydayers. Find us on iTunes, Ken's 5 Plus app, Spotify. The list goes on and on. Hey, what are we talking about today? We look back at last night's Spurs loss to Dallas. That wasn't pretty, but we'll give you some three takeaways. And then uh, bring in our guest, Michael Jimenez. Uh, you know him from Animal City Sports Podcast. He is back. We're going to discuss if Wimby has potential to be the GOAT of the Spurs franchise. And then we're going to talk about you guys, the Locked On Spurs fan comments that y'all left on the YouTube page. That's coming up shortly right here on Locked On Spurs. But about last night, yeah, your Spurs wasn't pretty. Losing to the Mavericks, 116-99. to Yeah, the uh, Spurs are now 11-44 and on the season. They are 1-4 and on the Rodeo Road Trip. And uh, they'll next be on their All-Star break, but the next game won't be till February 22nd against the Kings. So what happened last night? Well, can we talk about the biggest elephant in the room? And that is the Spurs could not make a bucket. For the game, the game, the Spurs shot 36% from the field and the Mavericks, they shot 55%. Yeah, that was kind of the big thread that the Spurs talked about after the loss. Popovich said poor shot making and just poor shot selection. When Mayana backed that up, he said, yeah, couldn't make shots. Bad shot selection equals to the loss. Spurs went cold for the, almost the entire game, and it wasn't pretty. You know, um, the Mavericks were just hot, namely Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. You know, you're looking at um, Kyrie Irving with 34 points, Luka Doncic with 27. It pretty much was that, you know, it for the Spurs. But, you know, you're talking about the shooting. Yeah, they just went cold. They could not hit a bucket. You know, you know kudos to the Spurs that hung in there for one quarter. They were ahead after the end of the first 32 to 25. But, again, uh, it's poor shot making. They also Spurs, they went 10 for 40 from the three line, 25%. Yeah, they ain't going to cut it. In today's NBA, you got to make shots. Popovich talked about that after the game saying that, yeah, you know, you go 10 for 40 from the three line, you're going to lose. So, yeah, takeaway number one, they could not hit the side of the barn. Takeaway number two, too much Luka and Kyrie. You heard where they just scored on the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs had nobody that could stop them. Nobody. Now, I get it. Hall of Fame players, sure. But they, it was like they had the easy their, their you know easy time versus San Antonio. It was so bad that Kyrie and Luka lit them up uh, that in the second quarter, the Spurs were outshot, were outscored 31-19. to Fourth, Third quarter? 32 to 14. And who were they attacking and doing the most of that damage was Luca and Kyrie. So, yeah, you know, the Spurs did not have an answer for Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. So, takeaway number two was just that the, the Mavericks had star power. Spurs have a star power, Wimby, but nobody was there to help him. And takeaway number three, uh, it kind of alluded to it no help. Wimby, outside of Wimby, that was it. Wimby finished with 26 points and nine rebounds, five assists. And uh, Steele, he did that in 27 minutes. He also went 10 for 21 from the field, made a couple threes. 
but that was it. Yeah, I mean, you start off with the lack of help and start off with Kelvin Johnson. He goes one for 11 from the field for the entire game, one for eight from the three line. That was his only shot he made. It was a one three-pointer. He finished with three points. It was a minus 27 in the plus-minus column, the worst for San Antonio, and um, it was just not his night. So so he doesn't get help. Wimby doesn't get help from Kelvin. Okay, so what about Sohan? You know, he's been play, playing pretty well lately, right? 10 points, a minus 22 in the plus-minus column, four Rebounds, assists, uh, three steals, two turnovers, 25 minutes. He goes four for 10 from the field and makes one three-pointer. Devin Vassell, quiet night for him, too. 11 points. Trey Jones, four points. I mean, fine, Trey, you don't score, but how about you facilitate? Only finishes with two assists. City Osmond, yeah, goes zero, zero points. Zach Collins, four points, two for five from the field. My trying to get at is Wimby needs help. And in a game like Dallas, sure, you know, Dallas is – you know, up there higher than San Antonio, but, you know, all hands on deck. And it was pretty much Wimby with his hands on deck, nobody else. So he got zero help. So, yeah, so you – you poor shooting, too much Luka and Kyrie slash lack of defense on those guys. And then you have no help from Wimby. That made for a big loss for San Antonio. Yeah, as mentioned, the Spurs don't play again until February 22nd against the Kings. Uh, when we get back – we're going to bring in our guest, Michael Jimenez of the Acquired T- I'm sorry, well, formerly of the Acquired Taste Show. Well, the Acquired Taste Show on the Animal City Sports Podcast. He's going to be talking to us about if Wemby has the potential to become the GOAT of the franchise and more. That's next on Locked On Spurs. And I want to talk about Robin Hood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from another retirement account with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. The offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claims as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. I also want to talk to you about Muslingers drive through Coffee. Hey, San Antonio, go there right now. 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive, open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. They have it all. Lattes, they got it. Cold brews, they got it. Uh, Red Bull infused lightning drink. Yep, they got that too. They have it all only at Muslingers. They probably support San Antonio community. They probably support Locked On Spurs. And they are so friendly. Yeah, on social media or in person. Friendly staff, big menu, mini donuts. They have it all. You need a, just a basic ca- caffeine pick-me-up? Try their Muslinger. They got it all for your caffeine fix, whether you need a jump start for your day or to get you through the day, or if you just want to go have a delicious drink. They got dairy alternatives, non-caffeine, uh, well, caffeine-free drinks, they have it all. And speaking of social media, follow them on X, Threads, Facebook, TikTok. I mean, pick a platform there. They're at Muslinger S-A-T-X. Go there right now, San Antonio, 2404,000 Oaks Drive. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's in the 281 and 1604 area uh, for those in San Antonio. Go to Muslingers right now, San Antonio. Get yourself a drink. And who knows, maybe if you pitch them a good idea, they may create a drink in your honor. It happened for me. Maybe it'll happen for you. Muslingers drive through coffee, open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Why? Because life is too short for bland coffee. 
And we are back right here on Lockdown Spurs. Joe. Oh, no. Look who popped in. It is Michael Jimenez, everybody's favorite hot take spewer. You know him. You love him on MJ Acquired Taste. Follow him. That's his X handle. He's also part of the Animal City Sports Podcast. Uh, kicks things off on that network. Yes, I say network because new shows are starting to pop up here and there. That's right. Uh, Jimenez, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. You know Spurs fans have been eager to have you return here on Los. Always, baby. Always. And it's not <laughs> hot takes. It's not hot takes. It's just personal opinions, oh man. But people consider them to be hot takes because they don't want to hear what I have to say sometimes. But <laughs> they've got to respect it when I'm right. right? Every once in a while, I'm right. Well, they say every once in a while, we'll say the clock hits 12 every twice. So Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah there twice, you go. Twice, twice a day. <laughs> twice a day, yeah. Again, uh, we'll be talking about his show and the network, yes, network that he is on later on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. But first, no shocker here, we're going to be talking about Wimby. Look, he's already picked up himself a Rookie of the Month award. He's shattering NBA records. He's tying records, joining the elite of the elite in just his rookie season. Take, for example, David Robinson. He now has joined David Robinson in a triple-double feat with 10 blocks. Check. He's also joined David Robinson as far as the fastest uh, rookie in Spurs history to reach a certain point threshold, rebound threshold in just his first few games. Check. You see where I'm going with this, everybody. He menaced. Is it way, way too early to say that Wimbayama could become the GOAT of the franchise? Yes, even better than Tim Duncan. That's a very interesting question, and I'm going to answer it in two ways, and I hate to answer it in a yes and no type of thing. Sure. Um, Tim Duncan is the greatest spur of all time and will probably be the greatest spur of all time 50 years from now. Got the five rings. Yeah, And Wemby will have to have a long career, not just in the NBA, but in the city of San Antonio to be considered the GOAT here. The thing is, though, is that the highest of highs might actually be with Wemby compared to Duncan, which is difficult to say because yeah. I consider Duncan to be a top five player of all time in the NBA, NBA Agreed. history, mm-hmm. greatest power forward of all time. And to understand that Wemby has the potential to touch and surpass what David Robinson was able to do on the court, what Tim Duncan was able to do on the court. We've already seen that already. Did you know that the career high for blocks for Tim Duncan is nine? Yeah, knew about already, that. Already that's been eclipsed by Victor Wembanyama in just his first few months in the NBA. That's that crazy. Is, that is crazy ridiculous right there. Uh, but to see a 27-point, 14-rebound, 10-block, 5-assist game, and two steals – in 29 minutes from a player that's just 20 years old because, you know, Tim Duncan played four years at Wake Forest, came to the Spurs at 22, 23 years old. David Robinson, you know, had the two-year naval commitment after college, came to the Spurs already in his mid-20s. Yep. To see Wemby doing this just barely after turning 20 years old, not even old enough to buy a beer in the United States, for him to be able to do this already is breathtaking. It is. It's not consistent yet. The greatness that we see is not on a game-by-game game basis. He's, he's, showing, he's showing consistency of 20 and 10, 20 and 10, 20 and 10. But for him to show, boom, I can get mm-hmm. you a triple-double. Boom, I can do all of this. 
that's why the Spurs drafted him number one overall. That's why he was considered to be the best prospect in the NBA in 20 years since LeBron James. It's because of what we saw against the Raptors. The question is, can he start doing that on a daily basis, much like a Nikola Jokic or a Giannis? And the answer is, eventually that'll be the case. But will he be the greatest Spur of all time? That's going to be if he brings chips to San Antonio. If he starts winning rings, and then also if he signs contract after contract to stay in San Antonio, that'll Mm -hmm. be what determines. Yeah, absolutely. I think he needs to get the chips. Once he starts bringing in titles, hopefully he does, that'll put him up there. Now, a couple things. You said for him to touch, you know, the likes of, Duncan and Aaron Robinson, but he's already doing that already. Now he's joining elite of elite. He's joined Dream Olajuwon. He's joining Robinson. He's joining Shaq. He's joining Brad Doherty. I mean, the list goes on and on and some of the best bigs that the NBA has ever seen. He's already doing that, but I think he cannot do it alone. He's going to need the help of the Spurs to build him a team to get to that point. They built around Timmy and they brought in Manu and Tony. I mean, Home run hits, luck may have been a part of it, uh, but they built teams around him to accomplish that goal. Now he's considered one of the goats of the NBA, let alone the Spurs. But yeah, so I think the Spurs will have to build the team around Wimby. They haven't started that. Well, they started evaluating that process. We're in that zone right now. So, but how much do you think, well, first of all, for, for Wimby to get tied with five titles or eclipse with six, that might be tough to do. Do you think he can get it, or what? What Duncan did in his time, winning titles, five of them. That that might be a tall task for Wimby and the Spurs uh, in today's era of the NBA. No, it's going to be a tough task for many reasons. I mean, what happened with the Spurs between the years 1999 and 2014 was so special, uh, and the fact that the Spurs were able to draft the way that they did. Uh, getting Tony Parker at the end of the first round, getting Manu Ginobili at the end of the second round. So many stars need to align for the Spurs to make mm-hmm. that happen. And I think that a lot of Spurs fans right now are under the impression that, you know, all we got to do is just draft well. That's all we got to do. We did it last time. But it was beyond drafting well. It was also having those key veterans out there. You know, the Spurs wouldn't have won in 03 without Speedy Claxton. They wouldn't have won in uh, 05 without Robert Ory. The Spurs need to have a good supporting cast around them and good starters around Victor Wembanyama. Uh, when I see the Spurs right now, what they're doing, I, I'm a little bit puzzled uh, as to how they handled the first year with Wemby. We mm-hmm. see the splash that he's making now. We see that he's a fringe all-star already. Uh, but to build around him, you either have to go the draft route or the free agency route and I think that the Spurs are going to go the draft route. If they go the draft route, this rebuild is going to take forever. Mm-hmm. It, it just is. And Wimby's going to show flashes of brilliance. But he can be, honestly, one of the five to ten best players in the NBA. We might still be out of the play-in tournament, much less the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think for title-wise, it's going to be tough for Wimby to do it. And, again, unless the Spurs, you know, build a solid team around him the way they did with Duncan. And, and that's the thing. Jimenez, they can do it. They have the ability to do everything. You want to draft well? Great. You got a cachet of picks, first, second rounders, way to go, Spurs. You want to just get crazy and hit a home run and make a big deal for an established star? Hey, 
you got those same picks and you got players on the current roster you can use as as chips to make a deal uh, happen. I think the Spurs can hurry up the rebuild, but I know the Spurs don't want to. They made it very clear they're not going to skip steps. And I think that's where some Spurs fans get frustrated is that, okay, fine, you don't want to skip steps, but you can definitely help propel this forward because they have the means, the ability, the assets to make that happen, Jimenez. And if they do that, perhaps Wimby could be the greatest Spur if they go that route. To me, that's code for we have no idea what we're doing. I never once heard Greg Popovich or the front office ever say that phrase, skipping steps, back in 99, back in 03, 05, or when Tim Duncan was first a spur. We never heard that. To me, don't skip steps. To me, what that means is we need to buy some time to figure out what we're doing. I, I, I take that phrase as a red flag of red flags, man, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. So I'm sorry I had to get that off my chest, man, because that just irks me. And you have a lot of Spurs fans who kind of buy into that because they believe mm-hmm. everything they hear from Pop in the front office. Hey, well, Pop says we can't skip steps. We can't skip steps. It's like, dude, maybe they don't know what they've got. Maybe they don't know what they're doing. Maybe they don't know whether we should go with free agents or go through the draft yeah. or whatever the case may be. And it, it frustrates me because we never heard that phrase ever until this year. Yeah. Somehow Tim Duncan was around. We could we could magically make our way to a 50-win season. But when it came to Wemby, who's the biggest generational talent since LeBron James, it's like, well, we can't skip steps. How <laughs> did and, and we saw we heard that from Wemby, by the way, in the past week, say that he wanted veterans here. I mean, he said that to the media. He was talking about how he would want to have yeah, he, veteran presence here. I found that to be fascinating. But uh, yeah, skip skeps and all that stuff is nonsense, man. That's to me, that's Popovich and Brian Wright trying to keep their jobs. Let me ask you. Okay, so maybe becoming the goat, maybe passing Timmy, is a lofty goal, a big, big, high bar set. What about passing up David Robinson? You think he has the ability to pass uh, D Rob? Yeah, I, I think that that's probably the more more likely one to pass Gurdon and D-Rob and, and Tim, I mean, uh, Tony and Manu. Tony and Manu, uh, yeah. Uh, I think he can pass them for a variety of different reasons. Uh, David Robinson wasn't winning rings until uh, Tim Timmy Duncan came aboard, yeah. Right, and and Manu and Tony didn't win rings without Tim. So uh, Tim is obviously the Spurs' goat. Can Wimby slide his way in there? I don't think it would take much, to be honest with you. Uh, I think it would take one or two chips on his yeah. own to slide into that number two position of all time. And it's yeah. crazy when you think about the Spurs and like the all-time great teams. I, I saw a, a, uh, a meme the other day asking about, you know, who's top five would win. And they showed the Lakers with Magic and, and mm-hmm. Kareem and all that stuff going up against, you know, the Celtics and all that. But the Spurs, I mean, the all-time lineup of the Spurs is what? Tim? Tim? Wemby? Robinson? Robinson? Yeah. Kawhi and Parker, I mean that's a massive Manu. Yep, uh, Manu. Um, that's a massive amount of talent that has gone through San Antonio, which is amazing uh, for us being a small market. But can yep. Victor Wembanyama be the second greatest spur of all time? I think he's well on his way. He signs that second contract with us. He brings us one title. He already is number two. What about this scenario? Maybe he doesn't get the five titles like Timmy did, 
but he passes Timmy in individual statistics among in the franchise, like most points scored, or I'm making these up, like most blocks, most rebounds. What if he does that feat? Is that still not going to be enough because you got to win titles? Uh, it depends on how he does it and how quickly it takes for him to get there. I mean, we're having that argument right now in the NFL with Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, but Patrick Mahomes was the better player. And we might see that. We might see that Tim Timmy might be the greatest spur of all time because he got the five rings and he was the first one to bring us uh, a, a chip. Uh, yeah. But then you might might look at it. We might objectively look at it and go, well, wow, talent-wise, somehow, some way, Victor Wembanyama was a better talent than Tim Duncan, which is mm-hmm. amazing to say. And it, it's it's amazing to look forward to as a Spurs fan. It's frustrating. Um, it's frustrating because the Spurs are, are probably going to finish this season with the worst record in franchise history, the worst record in 51 right. years, despite the fact that we have this generational talent in Victor Wembanyama. Uh, that's what frustrates me as a Spurs fan. Uh, but we know Wemby's going to be great. The question is going to be how great is he going to be? Uh, I would say this. I think the floor for Wemby, the floor, is top 25 all-time in the NBA. Hmm, that's still pretty good. That's really, really good. Um, as far as the franchise, though, I think I think his floor is even better. I think it will be Robinson, number two, or perhaps passing Tim Duncan. I mean, that that's a that's a high bar, you know, but Wimby has the skill set to do it as of his rookie season. He looks like he has that passion, that desire, that those intangibles uh to get the job done. But again, I think it's way, way, way too early to tell if he'll pass Timmy, but not out of the realm based on what we've seen this sample size to say, yeah, he could probably pass a Tony, a Manu. And even even Gervin and Robinson as of now, but we'll, we'll wait to see. You know, he has a long, long, long career ahead of him. He doesn't have Duncan's or Robinson's resume right now, let alone Tony and Manu. So we'll see where he goes. But it's a great discussion to have because we've already seen him show, you know, what he can do in the court. And of course, you know, he's joining list of NBA greats, not just Spurs greats, NBA greats. All right, when we get back, we're gonna discuss uh, some of your comments that you left. On the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page, we're going to pick two and get uh, our thoughts and uh, reactions. That's coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about a hungry root. Grocery shopping and meal planning for specific dietary needs or preferences can be challenging. If this applies to you or somebody you know, hey, let them know about hungry root. Like they fit every particular lifestyle. And um, they want to help you get on the healthy track. They want to be there to help you. Look, you, you need an anti-inflammatory diet. They got it. Or a high-protein diet. They got it. And look, all that challenging meal planning or cooking, they have your back. Look, with the days getting officially longer and while there may be a bit more daylight, do you still feel like there is not enough time in the day? Hungry Root has your back with added value to your day-to-day life. Look, saving time. Customers save about five hours per week using Hungry Root without the stress of grocery and meal planning. What about reducing food waste? Hungry Root can help save up to 30% on food waste each week. And they have it all, including a special discount code, 40% off and free veggies for life. Hungry Root is a partner in healthy living. It's the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes delivered right to your door. Save hours planning, shopping, cooking, Hungry Root delivers food that you'll love. 
Right now, Hungaroot is offering Locked On Spurs listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Locked On. Get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Locked On. Don't forget to use that link so they know that we sent you. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs, joined by my good friend, you know him, you love him, Michael Jimenez of uh, the Animal City Sports Podcast. He is on X at MJ Acquired Taste, and I heard there might be a dunking booth coming up soon. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I was surprised with that, but I wouldn't doubt that it's going to happen. You know how much people will pay to do that? How much yeah, money you would raise for charity? Yeah, we're we're talking about uh, charities like uh, you know Humane Society, Alamo Defense League, or Animal Defense League, or the uh, Food Bank, or something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, would people really want to th- throw their money at charity in order to dunk me in a booth? Or yes, people are saying to hit me with a dodgeball or whatever the case may be. <laughs> uh, if it, if it's to raise money for charity or raise it for little animals, I would do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, as long as I get to MC it. Just like so you sit back and watch it oh, happen, go oh, down. We're, we're gonna have an MC. That's amazing. Let me have an MC in this, man. I'll be hilarious. Hey, we'll be talking about Jimenez's show in just a few minutes, as well as the Animal City Sports Podcast Network. Network. Talking about that in just a few seconds. By this time, we put the spotlight on the Lockdown Spurs fans. You guys are definitely leaving your comments, leaving your thoughts on all the topics we've been discussing this week out here on Locked On Spurs. And the first one, Jimenez. Comes from Keto. He comments, yeah, I wouldn't mind running it back with the added rookies. This is a very young team, and chemistry is a huge part of why these guys deserve more time to grow with what they have. Now, Jimenez, Keto is reacting to yesterday's Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos, where we asked the question of, well, can this team be good? Can this team be dangerous based on what we saw in Toronto and we're hearing the words like Popovich saying, hey, this team is immature, very young. They are the youngest team in the NBA and whatnot. So the, we posture the question, what if the answer to all this is just running it back, running it back? What if that's all they need? So Keto saying, yeah, he wouldn't mind running it back. He met us. Your thoughts on what Keto had to say and your thoughts on maybe just running it back. No, I don't believe in running it back with this team. Okay. Not at all. Uh, this team is is what it is. It's on track for 16, 17 wins this season. <clears throat> I don't think that this team is suddenly going to start winning just simply because they're, they're together longer. Mm-hmm. You need to have the talent there to be a good team, to be a winning team. You need to have a collection of veterans. You need to have the right coaching, the right players, the right star. <clears throat> apologize for that. And we only have a part of that equation there. Um. Just because a team is together for a long time doesn't mean they're suddenly winners. You need to have winners teaching winners. You need to have mentors there. Wemby needs a mentor. Trey Jones needs a mentor. Jeremy Sohan needs a mentor. And in the absence of all that, Popovich can show them videos and highlights of Kevin McHale all day long. It doesn't translate the same way. And a lot of Spurs fans are like, well, we have a lot of, you know, we have Boris Dia who comes by every once in a while. And we have, you know, Timmy and 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 Manu sometimes uh, practicing with the team. That to me is not a consistent day to day mentor that is on the road 
that is traveling with them, that is becoming good friends with them, that is embracing them as a person and as a professional, that is what the Spurs need on top of the talent to be a contending team. That is the problem. And I don't see just simply getting these guys who were already the youngest team in the NBA. I can't see us having adding even more rookies and becoming even younger than we are today going to suddenly make us a better team. That's a, that's a terrible yeah. recipe for success. Would you be surprised if this team runs it back again? No, I, I, I personally, I said, I, I would not be surprised. I wouldn't. No. And in fact, I would bet on yeah. it. Yeah. I would bet on uh, it. That, that's the hard headed, hard headedness of popping the front office right now. Yeah. You see, and look, I understand what you're saying. And I do agree with you. I think in today's NBA, you need multiple stars on your roster. Uh, not just one. Wimby's that one already. Yeah, but he's going to need a running mate. But there is something to be said about just chemistry and familiarity. And I would, as much as I would not like if the Spurs run it back and don't do something, but, you, you know, we, we saw, we've we seen what this team can do in flashes, and sure, maybe the competition isn't that great. Toronto, Detroit, you know, some of the wins they've gotten this season. <laughs> But man, when they're clicking, they're clicking, you know, uh, and it, it was just a good sight to see. And a lot of people were living in the moment against uh, that win in Toronto. It was a rare moment where you're silver and black. Everybody stopped on some, but not the other way around. That's a good comment there, Keto. We appreciate it. The next one, uh, he met us comes from Jimmy J. Now he's reacting to what the Spurs should do with the open roster spot. We talked about that in a recent episode of Lockdown Spurs. He says, I thought City was already on the roster, but Barlow, Diakite, and Duke, as a G League player for the Austin Spurs, are on a two-week contracts. If anything, Barlow should get the final roster spot. Thank you, Jimmy J, for that co comment. Yeah, I agree with Jimmy uh, Jimenez. I think Barlow has earned it. I think they're going to convert his two-way deal into a full NBA uh, contract a la Bassey last year. He's proven that he needs the minutes, and when he gets the minutes, he produces – he can re offensive rebound like one of the best in the league. You know, he's a very springy, young, athletic. I like him on the roster. I personally would like to see Barlow get that final roster spot. What about you, Jimenez? Uh, honestly, I don't care. Okay. Uh, and and what, what I mean by I don't care is that, like, we're talking about the 15th spot on the team, right? And we, we, have, we have Spurs fans who fall in love with, like, Mamu who fall in love with Dominic Barlow, who fall in love with uh, end-of-the-roster type players. Uh, Julian Champagny is probably one that I fell in love with earlier this year. And I, does Dominic Barlow deserve to have that contract? Yes. He has put in the work. He has put in the effort both in Austin and on the varsity squad. And when he's out there, he does show flashes of competency. He, sh he shows athleticism, mm -hmm. shows the ability to sometimes play defense. Uh, grab some rebounds and, and putbacks and things like that. Does he deserve it? He's still young. He's 20 years old. Yes, he deserves that roster spot. Okay. But at the end of the day, he's not going to be a starter. At the end of the day, whoever we draft in 2024 and then the, the multiple draft picks we have in 2025 will ultimately take his job. So that's why I'm kind of like, eh, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, he's, he's this year's Julian Champagne for me. All right. Oh, there you have it. Thank you, Jimmy J. Thank you, Keto, for those comments you left on the Lockdown Spurs fan page. By the way, you can also do that as well. Just go to Lockdown Spurs on YouTube, subscribe, and um, yeah, 
you know, we'll, we'll definitely say, hey, by the way, bonus, bonus comment left just right now as we're recording. Jimenez, no joke. This yeah. is coming from our good friend, Swiss. That ring a bell? <laughs> <laughs> he said just literally six minutes ago, says, good episode. He's referring to the one with me and Rudy, the, the one about running it back and you know, his team being good. Um, he says he, he agrees with you, Jimenez. He goes, yeah, he goes, we might run it back with the same squad next season. Happy face that is just melting and falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you, Swiss, for that comment. But, yeah, it looks like some Spurs fans would not be surprised if the Spurs actually do run it back. What, what was that phrase that uh, RC Buford said a few years ago? We like the team we have. We have. We like the so. team we have. You know, and it, it's funny. The the we can't skip steps. You know, and I'm looking at is is, City. is can't skip steps the new we like the team we have. It is. Okay. It very much is. It, it it's one of those things where uh, it's trying to buy time. And you know, I said about Brian Bright all the time. Uh, I think that his job is so secure simply because he's like, well, I haven't been able to make any of my picks yet. I haven't been able <laughs> yeah. to make any of my picks yet. We, we have all this war chest. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that actually of all the first rounders that he has picked up over the years, there have been seven new ones that he's picked up over the years. He's already made two of those picks. Malachi Bronham and Blake Wesley. Okay, so, I mean, does that excite anybody? Does that mm-hmm. excite anybody? So he's already he has five more first rounders that he's picked up over the years. That Charlotte one ain't never gonna happen, dude. That mm, that that's yeah. the sixth one. That one's not gonna yeah. happen. But we've got Toronto's top six protected, Chicago's top ten protected. We got a Boston one down the road. We have a swap, and we have two of Atlanta's. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like the phrase that you're saying there. Can't skip steps is basically we like the team that we've got. Yeah, and it's it's brutal, dude. It is brutal, but. Are we going to run it back? Most definitely, because these guys pop in the front office. They're they're uh, they're stubborn. All right. Well, there you have it. He is Michael Jimenez with the Animal City Sports Podcast Network. Jimenez, tell us what's going on on your neck of the woods. Yeah, we're calling it a network because now we have multiple shows. I mean, we've got three shows now. Uh, we have uh, Alamo City Sportscast, which I do around 10, 15 a.m. Usually goes about an hour, 15, hour and a half. Uh, we have Sweep the League. Uh, which uh, debuted earlier this week with Rudy Campos Jr. Uh, that goes from about 2 to 3.30. Uh, we have uh, the Fantasy Gods on Sunday talking about gambling and things like that, hosted by Brandon Big Poppy Medina. Uh, so this is becoming more and more of a thing because, as we like to say, San Antonio goes dark around 10 o'clock when it comes to local sports talk content. They go to national, whether it be Ticket 760 or San Antonio Sports Star. They go to national stuff. They go to Jim Rome. They go to Colin Coward. They go to people like that as opposed to people who are local wanting to talk sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, I get going around the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, even on other networks, in the building with Rudy J and Mike Taylor, they do their thing starting in the 11 o'clock hour. It's fantastic that we have now alternatives. And my big thing about this, Jeff Garcia, is I want to see the ratings of these radio stations next quarter. I want to oh, see I, if, if I'm I want to see sure if, you're going to be airing it out, aren't you? I want to see if the collective of the Alamo City Podcast Network and in the building, Love You Hard TV, I want to see if collectively we're starting to make a dent on sports talk radio stations, the traditional sports talk radio, yeah. because I believe we are. Yeah, you can't forget Lockdown Spurs, too. That's right. Lockdown Spurs, right. yeah. Lockdown Spurs Podcast. I'm, I'm the wild card as far as the timing, though. Like, am I there? 
late morning or early afternoon. That's where I, I fall. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, is, yeah, I mean, there's alternatives now. You don't have to be sticking to traditional radio. You can go on YouTube and see, um, you know, hometown faces, the hometown vibe, hometown, you know, reaction to sports here in the Alamo City and it just Texas alone. So, yeah, good stuff. Again, he is Michael Jimenez. Follow my next at MJ Acquired Taste. You definitely want to check out a show because maybe he might announce details when he's going to get dunked on. You know, water, <laughs> you know I, I'm looking forward to that if that ever does happen. But again, follow him on X at MJ Acquired Taste. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you get podcasts. iTunes, Ken's 5 Plus, have Spotify. The list goes on and on. Lockdown Sports today, 24 our seven day a week streaming YouTube channel. Go subscribe right there. It's all the lockdown shows, hosts, regional, national shows, local. We're all there 24 7. Lockdown Sports today. Go subscribe to him right now. Tomorrow's guest, Casey Vieira. Yes, he is going to be joining us to round out the week. We're going to be looking back at the first leg of the rodeo road trip. What we like, what we didn't like. Uh, any bright, if any bright spots at all, maybe he can find a few. We'll be discussing that and more. But for Michael Jimenez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Mm-hmm.